Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Leo Maitland, KCBS Foodie Champ at Cafe Zotrope in San Francisco. Lydia Valdor, GM here. Good to see you, love. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you for being here. And of course, I'm happy because we have wine. What are we drinking? Oh, we are right now having a director cut Pinot Noir from Francis Ford Coppola Winery. Uh, and it's a very nice Pinot. It's a light, uh, but it has a lot of layers. And, and yes, it's a very enjoyable. Chin chin. Chin chin. Here we go. My word. That is a gift from the gods right there, is it not? Yeah. Yes, it's perfect for this time, yeah. So, Lydia, here we are, Cafe Zotrope, North Beach, San Francisco, celebrating 20 years. We're going to talk about your journey here in just a bit but first let's go back home growing up Buenos Aires Argentina uh, who was cooking in the family Uh, and what was coming out of the kitchen and what what were your favorite dishes so we grew up and my mother was a doctor and she didn't have a lot of time to cook so we have a nanny who was cooking for my sister and myself and um, my mother organized a menu, so we have every Monday a dish, every Tuesday another, and we have on Monday shepherd pie. Wait, 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 stop. <laughs> we just talked about this. I cannot believe that the first dish you mention is the only... Listen, I've got <laughs> hairs on my arm are standing on edge because the only thing that my mom cooked that was any good was shepherd's pie. Made with lamb, not beef, because beef is cottage pie. So uh, tell me about your mom's shepherd's pie. What, what What was it all about? What were the ingredients? So we have beef, shepherd pie. I have raisins that I love it there. Uh, and we have, of course, the potatoes on top. But sometimes it could be instead of potatoes, butternut squash mash. Oh. And it was a, a little variation yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it was... Uh, Shepherd's pie. Can't believe that I'm sitting with you <laughs> and we're here at Zotrope and we're talking about shepherd's pie. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, you know, the Irish shepherd's pie is always cooked with lamb. And then in England, they call it cottage pie and they cook it with beef. It's the same thing, basically. Yeah, but yeah. in Argentina, of course, like beef is big. Yeah. So yeah. everything we can, we convert to beef. Sure. So, yes. Uh, your mom didn't have a lot of time to cook because she was a doctor, uh, but she did cook occasionally. Was the one, one dish that mama cooked that to this day you still love? I still remember the bread pudding she made that because for me the bread pudding was exactly like that and then I realized that it, no, it's her <laughs> bread pudding 
basically it was a very thin layer of bread pudding and she blended the bread so it was very smooth it looked almost like a flan <laughs> and she put apricot jam on top and wow. then meringue, meringue yeah sure and wow. she finished in the oven so and um, for me always the bread pudding have to be like that and then i i learned that no <laughs> the bread pudding it could be something else <laughs> you got the bread pudding that was fit for the royal family because that's pretty <laughs> extravagant let me tell yeah, you yeah yeah it was like i don't know where she get the recipe or everything but it's, i re- still remember that in 2002 uh you came to america uh, this is after running restaurants in argentina uh when you were at college you would uh act as a server in a restaurant so you got the bug early you you got the taste of working in a restaurant in Buenos Aires yes yes I'm started uh, literally uh, like after high school I'm started uh, in a restaurant working as a server at the same time that I, I'm going to to school uh, to have my degrees and then I I'm start to love the restaurant business and uh, I have the opportunity to be in every single station of the restaurant, so uh, I realized that, you know, this is exactly what I want, yeah. so I decided not to, to you know, keep working in uh, social communication, that it was the area that I was studying, yeah. and, and start to do a career in the restaurant business, yeah. Well, joyfully, you learned all those skills, so you know every job in the restaurant. You've been there, you've done it. You come to America with your husband, 2002, and you begin a new life. What was it like for you first coming to America? What did you imagine life would be like, and what did it feel like when you got here? So I, it was, it was very hard at the beginning. I didn't have any expectations or I I didn't I thought that okay you know I have my life already done and I I know everything there is nothing new that I can learn (laughs) and basically surprise (laughs) surprise Uh, and I I said it was a great feeling after two months because I felt like I was 18 years old again yeah I brand new life new beginning Totally. I felt, okay, you know, this is a totally new thing. Uh, I felt like out of school and ready for a new thing. And it's opened my mind, like, in an incredible way that, you know, you can do this even if you're 70 years old. (laughs) Which you're not, by the way. (laughs) Much, much, much younger. So, Lydia, 2008, you see an ad in the newspaper, Cafe Zotrope, looking for... A GM, you come, you get the job. First time you meet Francis Coppola, what were your expectations and how was that first meeting? So I was very nervous about meeting him because I've been here for four months. I've been working here and he was at the time shooting a movie in Buenos Aires. How funny is that? So it was another great coincidence. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, like uh, I've been hearing stories about him for four or five months before I met him uh, so uh, the first thing when I heard he was he coming to the restaurant and he was entered the door instead of being waiting for him to come and introduce himself and keep waiting because I was literally waiting for four, five, four or five months yeah. I jumped into him and said hello I'm Lydia <laughs> so um and yes, of course, you know, I've been hearing about him for not 
only the four or five months here for all your life, you know, like, oh, Francis Ford Coppola, that I never in my life, I never in my life imagined being like working in America. You can imagine being working in America in and yeah. meeting Francis for a couple I working in like America and you're working for one of the most celebrated renowned successful movie directors ever and you're running his restaurant and that's a bit that's a big deal you cooked a dish for him which you cooked for me today tell us about the dish and then tell me what uh, Francis said about the dish when you cooked it for him So I cooked this dish. It's a malfatti that we have, uh, you know, in Argentina is kind of common uh, because it's a kind of uh, bad done gnocchi and it's not potatoes, it's a ricotta cheese. And um, one day I created as a special uh, trying to have like a different tomato sauce and I put a little cream in the tomato sauce and I serve it and he tried it. It's good. It's your Argentinian gnocchi. <laughs> That's a good thing, right? Yes. <laughs> so on the menu it goes and it's been on the menu ever since, right? It's been in the menu ever since because people love it. Yes. So the secret sauce is what? Tell me about the sauce. The sauce is basically a marinada tomato sauce, simple tomato sauce with basil, but they have a little touch of cream that is make it a little more smooth. And we call, in Argentina, we call this sauce like the pink sauce. Yeah, the pink sauce? Yeah. <laughs> and I love the menu. Here's what I love about the menu, Lydia. Uh, of course, it's flavors of Italy, but some surprises. And this, your Argentinian version of your gnocchi, uh, this menu takes us on a bit of a journey doesn't it oh yes because uh so in uh, there is a like a, it's an, a basic uh italian menu but we have a lot of things that they are not from italy uh we have the chilaquiles on the menu <laughs> uh, and hey listen come here take a trip to italy take a trip to mexico take a little adventure to argentina That's part of the fun of it, right? Yes, totally. And everything behind a dish has a story. And this is what I love about this place. Uh, you kind of start to talk about something. I keep talking about the menu, like the short ribs, they're from Argentina. And it's not because me, it's not I didn't put there. It's Francis who came back after being living there for a year and he's asked me can we put this in the menu and say yes of course so <laughs> we start to cook it uh, or the mufaleta that is New Orleans Italo America I love that that is uh, it was uh, when I start to work here I never have a mufaleta in my life I never try one. Oh my gosh mufaleta with ham salami mortadella provolone mozzarella it goes on yeah. uh, that's a meal right there it's a whole meal and then we we are we never sell the mufaleta like it wasn't like a very big sell so I was asking Francis at the time Francis I'm sorry but we, you know we are not selling the mufaleta so may I check it out of the menu and he said to me if you are not selling it it's because you are not doing it well <laughs> And I immediately I say, probably you're right because I never have an original one in my life. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, following whatever it was there. Uh, next day, 
I have a mofa letter coming to the cafe on the mail, fresh from Central <laughs> Grocery in New Orleans. Um, and then I I tried the mofa letter. He he was like picking up the phone, having the mufaleta here, and then, you know, I realized, like, yes, he was right, we, we are not making it properly, so, and then I realized that the bread was totally different, so I went to New Orleans mm. and researched about the bread. I think it was very important that you went to New Orleans, taking one for the team. <laughs> yes, it was like, I said, okay, I take in that, uh, uh, and and I went and, like I'm starting to research about the the bread because I said oh it's not so I f- I found the factory where they are having the bread there uh, I crash into the factory the back door actually I have a little video um, and because there is like they don't have a customer service or anything they kick me out from the factory <laughs> but then I have all the information so I could figure out how to have it here in San Francisco call from mom answer it call silenced Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. They must have thought you were a little crazy. You said, hi, I work with Francis Ford Coppola at his restaurant in San Francisco. I'm here to find out about your bread. They're like, what? Yes, yeah. it was kind of, I don't know what are you talking about, you cannot be in here, you have to get out immediately, <laughs> like this is the answer. You know, Lydia, 20 years, 20 years of Café Zotrope, when you walk in here, you get an immediate sense of Francis Ford Coppola, you get a sense of the family, you get a sense of the movie, movie history, his love of wine, uh, his journey in life, to walk in here, it's really, it's like a living live ever-changing museum celebrating the world of Coppola. Yes, uh, and this is part, you know, also for me so important and it's uh, like a big thing about this place. It's not only the food and it was, you know, what it struck me when I was 18 years old and decided to work in the restaurant business is right here. It's like every little thing is, you know, it have a memory behind it. It's yeah. not, uh, oh, we are, you know, in a place that 10 million people came and put something different. Uh, so it's, it's, it's part of the somebody's history. It's part of somebody's love, you know. You know, what I love about it, uh, Mr. Coppola's offices right here. He edited movies right here. He screened movies in the basement here. He dubbed voices from some of the biggest movies and the biggest stars in Hollywood, Marlon Brando, Gene Hackman, in this building, voicing parts. 
right below us. Yes. And I get goosebumps thinking about the movie history here because that's part of this story. Yes, uh, this is incredible. And even if sometimes you are like working here and you cannot even remember this part of the thing, like ev- you you turn around and there is something that is bringing you back to this thing and to this reality about, oh wow, you know, look at that. This is, you know, look at this photo and look at this moment. And, you know, it was wow. Yeah. Pretty, pretty fantastic. Uh, I know that um, the food is part of the story, wine is part of the story, uh, and all manner of Coppola wines are served here, yeah? Yes, uh, we have and we have wine from, right now, his four wineries. Uh, so we are, uh, like, in a place uh, as small as you see, we have, uh, like, you can taste here, like, wine from his four wineries the three in California and one in Oregon Uh, so yes and then the other thing about you know Mr. Coppola is like okay we everybody knows him as a movie director but not a lot of people try his wine Mm -hmm. and every time you try a wine I say and the wines are good too come on that's the thing see this this guy can make movies he can also make great wine uh Francis Ford Coppola also has a few resorts in different parts of the world. And I just got back recently from Belize, Blancanon, the resort there, Blancanon Lodge. And you have the joyful job of going out there every year and just checking in with the chefs, with Ms. Ma. They refer to the chef there as Ms. Ma. Um, And you work with them on some of the pasta dishes because here I am in Belize, first time in the country on my first night I'm excited I check into the resort and I'm going to have some Belizean food the (laughs) the only restaurant open is the Italian restaurant and here I am in the jungle and I'm eating gnocchi Uh, it's okay I was happy I was happy to eat it but how fun is that to go to Belize and work with the team there the chefs there and 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 share your passion and Francis's passion and make sure those recipes are on point right Yes, it's amazing. And also, for me, it was amazing to discover, like, first the properties there that they are, like, you could see they are, like, a paradise. And then, like you say, in the middle of the jungle, you have a beautiful pizza oven. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the only pizza oven in Belize. Yes, and and like Francis said, he was he brought the first cappuccino, like like coffee machine, like the first uh, espresso coffee machine to Belize. Yeah. Uh, but he brought his passion from you know like his Italian food and his family recipe to Belize. Yeah. Um, like all the people working right there, they're local. They're mm from Belize so they don't have a lot of experience with Italian yeah. food uh, and of course they don't know exactly and they don't have the you know the pleasure and the, the gift that I have that can have Francis here yeah. very often to check on the food and the recipes so they you know they want to be sure that they are following exactly what he wants sure. and we know he, he knows what he wants uh, directors have to make decisions quickly and they have to be decisive. And I know he's a man who knows what he wants. Uh, Lydia, for those who've never been here to Cafe Zotrope, North Beach, San Francisco, uh, sum up the experience here. 
what is a visit here to Cafe Zootrope all about? Uh, first, as you have a great like story behind every little thing here. Even like the building is amazing itself. Like to be the Flatiron, the green Flatiron. You see the Transamerica in the distance, but this stunning, stunning architectural wonder and beauty in green that lights up at night. It looks like a Parisian cafe. It even has the revolving door as you walk inside. Uh, there's a great vibe here. Yeah, so to have only the pleasure to be sitting in this like very special building is something. And then to start to discover little by little, you know, if you get your time and start to discover the food, you know, start to chat with regulars and and see the whole story behind every little thing here is very special uh, and, and feel the authenticity behind it, whatever Francis was putting here yeah. well, Listen, uh, thank you for sharing your time, your passion your joy, and I never eat alone, so we have to take a bite uh, one more dish, one more reminder this dish on the menu is called the Malfati That's it. so folks, do your favor, come on Lydia eat with me here we go. Uh, and the ingredients of uh, the dish are? It's ricotta cheese, spinach, parmesano reggiano, and there is a sauce, is tomatoes and cream. Oh, my gosh. Friends, do yourself a favor. Oh, my word. Come here to Café Zotrope. Come for breakfast. Stay for lunch. Stay for happy hour and then for dinner. Seven days a week. Uh, and while you're here, enjoy all manner of Coppola wines. Lydia, chin chin to you. Chin chin. Happy 20th. Happy 20th year to every, uh, all our you know, followers and all our guests and customers that have been with us for a long, long time. Well, yeah. To Lydia, to Cafe Zotrope, happy 20th. To Francis Ford Coppola, thank you for sharing your passion and your vision. Come have a seat at the table here, folks. We're going to share the recipe with you and tell you more of the Cafe Zotrope story. Go to kcbsradio.com and click on Foodie Chap. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.